Hey everybody, welcome back to Spaceball. I am your host, Danny, founder, editor-in-chief of The Geekest Space. And I am here with Robert Howard, sports editor. Robert Howard, uh, GDQ. Um, he's, he's, we're speedrunning this podcast. Uh, awesome podcast done quick. Yeah. APDQ. Awesome podcast done quick. And you can't I did it. Yeah. We're done. Yeah, Thank you, everybody. Have a good day. We're here to talk about baseball every week, we are. except for now. It was not a week. It's only been four days. But uh, things are crazy. Like There's a hurricane coming, you know, and it's going to be wild. I'm going to have water coming through the house. I'll live stream it. You know, baseball. Ha! They're going to keep it. playing. You know, MLB stands for major levies breaking bro uh so <laughs> talk about baseball <laughs> major levies breaking i like it major levies breaking baby uh oh, yeah okay so i guess let's start with highlights we, we we'd only been so we recorded on thursday today is sunday so we only have three half three and a half days of highlights Ish. Uh, honestly because we didn't do highlights i figure why not yeah if we, you have some from the previous throw. week throw them in Oh, yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll just fucking go for it. So, uh, uh, Johan Oveda, uh, Aviedo, Aviedo, um, Aviedo, he, uh, there was a lot of comebackers this week, some good, some bad, but, uh, he nearly got his head taken off, taken off by Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. And just quick reflexes, man. Like, we uh we here at um we here at this we we here at uh spaceball um <laughs> quite often will say that pitchers are bitches pitchers um, are, are big baby losers and it's it's not wrong however except kyle finnegan there are yeah <laughs> yeah there are i don't know why i do that every week i do that he fucking beat the yankees that's like i was not like i don't know why whatever he's cool um but uh yeah, I mean, pitchers at the same time, dude, some of them have just the most insane reflexes when it comes mm-hmm. to shit like that. And I'm always, like, I, I always remember when I was a kid, um, I was watching the Yankees, it was probably 2008, 2009, and Bobby Abreu, I I can't remember who the pitcher was, but he had a comebacker right on the dude's forehead, right Oof. in the middle of his head, and I remember it specifically because Bobby Abreu hit him and was running and was like, okay, just keep going, I guess. Like, he was telling himself to, like, keep running to first. And then, like, he just stood. Obviously, the play was dead, and they kept going from there. But, man, oh, man, I, I felt so awful, so awful for him. Um, Oh, man. And... Honestly, kind of same kind of uh, same kind of highlight. We actually talked about this on Thursday, but on the other side of the coin, uh, Alvarez from the Phillies just getting getting yeah. one right between the <laughs> poor dot. Oh man! Oh God! I oh, and he, he made just, the play. He, he made, made the, the fucking play. play. He he oh. he knew it too. He like his body was in shock. He's like, I've got about five seconds before I feel this. Yep, and he was just like, I guess I'm just going to have to try and... Just field it before it. you feel it, man. Just push through it. Oh, my gosh. And someone, I just... Someone was like, he's like you, thought, you would think that 15 years worth of cup checks would have taught him. Yep, yep, yep. And it's just like, 
Oh, man. I. <laughs> oh, fuck. It, it sucks guy. so much, but man. And uh, there was another play that I had seen from. Uh, from one. Uh, I can't. Oh, son of a bitch. I want to say. Hold on just a sec. I have it right here. And I mean, if you have one, you can interrupt me while I'm uh, looking for this. I do have one. I got a Go pretty good one, I think. Uh, I, I have a few. I have more than one. But I'll start with Hunter Renfro on the 21st uh, made an amazing catch. Amazing. He's running, reaches out, catches it in right field. The catch isn't what's amazing, though. He's so close to the wall, he can't stop. So he jumps the whole wall. He yep. just leaps right over it. And I was, I, I was, it was like I was watching Spider Man. It was amazing. And that was top of the ninth. He robbed the Blue Jays of, I think they ended up winning that game anyway, but, but, uh, of what could have been in a game ending run for his team. Oh, yeah. And, uh, also, that, that was, this wasn't what I was going to bring up, but, mm-hmm. Manny Machado's play um, running all the way from third and making that ridiculous catch. I was just like, dude, that boy. Chugging. I, I, I I go back, I I go back and forth on Manny Machado because I'm not, I I would say, I I believe he is the reason why Dustin Pedroia nowadays can't really play anymore because of the, the injury that he had sustained when he was an Oriole. Um, rather, excuse me, the injury that he caused when he was an Oriole. And he also like against the Red Sox in the world series against the Dodgers was like kind of a prick of running down first base and like getting in the way and like possibly causing injury. I think that just has to do with Manny being Manny. Oh man, that's Manny Ramirez, but eh. Um, I was not going to correct you, but yes, no, no, I know, but it kind of applies in this regard, but, uh, I think Machado's gotten a little better, um, and honestly, Slam Diego has been a lot of fun to watch. So it has I don't been. really have I don't have too much issues. Honestly, this entire weekend, if I haven't watched a Phillies game, I've just put on the the Padres and just watched them play. I think that they're tied right now with Houston. Hey, as a um, Phillies fan, I, I would prefer to watch the Padres too. <laughs> Speaking hey, of man. their game, their game today, maybe not even an hour ago at time of recording. Fernando Tatis Jr. pulled an amazing double play at the top of the fifth. I mean, he, like, slid into it from the ground and then boom to second, boom to first. Phenomenal. And then brought it brought it to the end of the inning. Or I guess until the middle of the inning, end of that, end of that side of the inning. But Face of baseball. He's, Face of baseball. Slam Diego is absolutely just, like, they are, the, they are a team, first of all, that's amazing to watch this year, and, B, I don't think anybody can hate them. I don't. I don't think anybody is. Look, the Padres have had such a problem in in history. They've never. They've never been a team that's easy to hate because there's not much going on there historically. That when they're popping off, everybody's happy for them. You know. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I think that nowadays, I mean, the Padres obviously with Tony Gwynn, um, they they Mr. Padre himself. Um, made it to a World Series. He even stated like he didn't give a shit if he. I mean, obviously he would have very much enjoyed like winning win. that World yeah. Series, of course. But he even said like he couldn't get. It couldn't have been any other way. Like him starting at a Yankee Stadium and you know going through the motions from there. Obviously, like I said, 
would have been awesome to see him uh, get a ring. But at the same time, the Padres have never been a team. Like, I mean, maybe, you know, I mean, it's always been either the San Francisco Giants or the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah. Obviously, the Diamondbacks, their being that they won in 2001, you know, they were always, like, competitive. Mm-hmm. But um, They won with Randy Johnson, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah oh, yeah. And, and I think the thing is just, like, you know, the NL West is a tough team. Or, sorry, the tough division. And, yeah, like, yeah. you have – yeah, you, you're you basically up against two of the premier team – premier franchises, I should say, in baseball. Because not – you know, it goes from year to year. But the Dodgers and the Giants are just absolutely premier franchises. And, you know, they are, they are the New York Yankees of the West. Like, it's, it's – Especially in this era. Yeah, um, in the last 20 would, years or so. I would say the Giants more so than the Dodgers. I mean, I I think that that's a hundred percent arguable. Yes, the Dodgers won or went two years in a row, but they also took L's. Whereas the Giants won in two thousand eight, two thousand ten, mm-hmm. and two thousand twelve. Obviously, missing each within a year, but the fact that they would go miss, come, they yeah. would win, miss, win, miss. It's still crazy. And honestly, twenty twelve or no, I'm wrong. I am wrong. It was two thousand. 10, 12, and 14 because they played against the Royals in 2014. Mm-hmm. That was it. Um, at least I I believe that's the case. I could be wrong. If you're I wrong, I have wrong. to fire you from being sports editor. That's incorrect because I've we've been wrong plenty of times and it's just been like, oh, okay, we'll just correct ourselves. But but, but. I, I, I think it's just, you know, it's it's like the Orioles. The Padres, to me, they, they have an Orioles vibe where it's like if the Orioles made it to the World Series, I don't think anybody would be like, oh, fuck the Orioles. Be like, oh, good for them. Yeah, yeah, and like obviously, keep in mind, like Orioles have been there before and have won before. Yeah, but it's it's just like they they obviously have a bit more history. But even in that regard, like it, nobody would. I, I, the only the only time that when I say nobody, I more so mean like obviously within division, anything goes. I mean, sure. when the Rays played the Phillies in two thousand eight, I can't say that I was like, oh fuck the Rays. Like, yeah, just I was just like, okay, cool. Um, by the way, I was right. 2010, 2012, 2014. Okay, you can keep your job. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think that I think that the the team to watch, I think the two teams to watch in both uh, both conferences, both leagues, um, national Padres, uh, American. Uh, honestly, the A's. I've I've been enjoying the A's. Yeah. They have been on a bit of a slide of late. Even even like. It's it's stuff like that. I mean, the the White Sox have been a lot of fun to watch over the over the weekend. Just they've been doing some crazy stuff. I'm pretty sure, if not over the weekend, within the past week, they had back to back to back to back home runs, uh, which was cool to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think that we're in agreement in that regard. Yeah, and uh, my last highlight is my boy Bryce Harper hit a 470 foot homer. In the top of the first, this man does not stop. Mm-mm. And you know what I found out? I think according to its its stats book, that is his second longest major league home run. Do you know who his longest major league home run is against? Uh, Yankees, I believe. But do you know the pitcher? And it wasn't the Yankees. Oh, it wasn't the Yankees. Um. Oh, is it Strickland? It's Nick Pavetta. Oh, okay, okay. 473 feet 
off of Pavetta when he was a national. Okay. When Bryce was yep. a national, I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that brings us to today's uh, <laughs> uh, Bronx Cheers and Fanatics Cheers. Da-da. 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 Okay. Uh, What's well, a new one? Yeah, I try to give it a different rhythm every time. Uh, all right, all right. We... Got rid of Nick Pavetta. Cue the cue the music. Adios, motherfucker. Woo! The Phillies are fixing their bullpen. Uh, I use fixing with heavy air quotes. Uh, we are attempting to make our bullpen slightly better. Uh, Isn't that what every team wants, honestly? Just their bullpen to be better. I think every team wants it, but most uh, most teams can do it. <laughs> I think Phillies are struggling to do it. Uh, yeah. Since Thursday, the Phillies have made two trades. We uh, traded with the Yankees. We got David Hale uh, trading you the minor leaguer Addison Russ, who is good. He's just not major league material yet. Uh, so you yeah. guys hopefully will be able to turn him into major league material while we take your sloppy seconds of David Hale. Um <laughs> And then we got Heath Hembry and Brandon Workman uh, for Pavetta and Seabold, and I think a cash bonus, which you would have to ta- you'd have to pay me to take Pavetta too. Frankly, I, I fucking get get rid of him. You became Jesus. very pixelated again, so all of a sudden now you look like a Mega Man boss. Hey, that's kind of what I'm going for here. Uh, I'm so happy to just honestly be rid of that nightmare. I. <laughs> so tired of nick pavetta i'm so tired of everybody in our bullpen like so like i would say the best person honest to god the best person in our bullpen is hector naris and hector naris is getting screamed at while he's on the mound by our catcher jt Realmuto, and that is our bar for bullpen quality i mean i feel like i feel like real muto is consistently just yelling at everybody to be honest with you or he always winking. seems like he's what's that said or he's winking yeah that's true that's true but uh even when he throws people out he just looks and he's just like mm-hmm. yeah all right i mean he, he has he has an attitude but i don't think he's wrong though about all this shit i mean like our like it like watching that game it was a hey what are you doing moment like yep, yep. i agree it's it's <sighs> Just like watching, uh, I think we're also. Did we maybe send Dealus Guerra somewhere else? I think maybe we sent him to Lehigh. That one I'm not sure about. But I'm not sure. I I'm really, 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 really hoping Workman did a pretty good job the other day. I think. Uh, I don't think Heath Henry's played yet, or if he did, I missed it. Um, and I don't know if David Hale's played yet. But I'm really hoping... I don't think so, no. I'm really hoping that with those guys coming in, we can kind of turn our record around and just... Like I said, if we just get into the playoffs, if we can make a... Because of the two extended wildcard spots, if we can go to, you know, 500, maybe we can get in. Just have a record of 500. That's all I want. (laughs) Uh, You know... We, look, we've not been doing so hot. We're like 9-14 and 14 right now. So we're basically halfway through the season. Let's turn around, guys. That's that's the pep talk right there from Dan, Daniel. 
Look, Clentac, you can email me, geekspaceyt at gmail.com. I will tell you what to do. I can I can fix this whole this whole roster for you, all right? Listen, give me a Scott call. Kingery Scott Kingery made a crazy ridiculous play this past week. Good for Scott. He needed it. He he needed a lot of things, but you know, I as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Oh, Dan might be pleased." And turns uh, come to find out, not really, but like it's okay. <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> hey, look, I'm not not pleased. I'm glad Scott Kingery did something right. But I still think he needs. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what is up with him. He's like uh, something's got him spooked, man. It's mental. It's just mental. Like you can see it when he gets up. You can see it in when he gets when he strikes out. He's frustrated with himself. Something has him shaken. He needs. I think he needs a break. I think we need to send him to Lehigh for a week or something. Just let him not be under the stress of having to fix. Because the truth is. Scott is indicative of an endemic problem. He mm-hmm. is a a problem for sure, but yeah. it's also that all of these players in our all of our bats are basically having to work twice as hard because our bullpen is a shit show. And you know, so like yes, like the stress of that is like some people rise up. Price is doing well. Goslin's doing well. Harper, uh, or sorry, not Harper, uh, uh, Gregorius, I mean, is doing well. Like, some people are fine with that stress, or they don't think about it. And then there are dudes who choke. Kutch was doing really poorly in, in clutch positions earlier in this year. Scotty has been doing really bad in, in clutch positions. And, like, I can't, I'm not happy with them, but it's also, like, those positions are things where we really shouldn't have been putting them there anyway. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, whatever's got him spooked, he needs to go figure it out. He can't keep playing like this. So, yeah, I agree. I'm happy for him, but I would, I would, I, I would like that to become the regular rather than me being happy that he did a good play. Like, yeah, it's kind of like uh, Daniel Robertson getting traded to uh, the Giants and then them putting then DFAing uh, Hunter Pence. Yeah, which like. Hunter Pence, I'm certain, understands that. And, like, the the thing that's funny to me is Hunter went out there and got whatever money he needed from the Rangers. But, honestly, I would just retire at this point. Dude's a, dude's a three-time three time world champion. Like, I... Again, if you can keep playing, get into a DH spot. I honestly thought that he would get uh, a DH spot, more or less, for... You know, for being a part of the Giants, Pablo Sandoval obviously came back to the Giants as well, but um, almost said Pablo Sanchez. But we all know who Pablo Sanchez is. So, uh, side note it it was pretty funny. Though the the, the uh, conversation right now is well, now that Pavetta is not on the Phillies, is he going to become a fucking Cy Young Award winning player? Like, is he just going to become amazing as soon as he leaves? It's possible. It's de- it's honestly dependent upon whether or not we can pinpoint either the Phillies pitching coach sucking ass or if he's just not a good player. Yeah. Um I th- I think that you'll see I think that you'll see stuff like that with um cuz Joe Girardi believe it or not Aaron Boone inherited the team that Joe Girardi made into 
what they are. You know what I mean? Yes. I feel like if 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 that were uh, to give a little bit of Bronx cheers into this conversation, I feel like if that were like the next year, if Girardi were there, I don't think there would be a whole lot of difference. I don't think that. I don't think the Boone is a bad manager, and I'm not sitting here like other people were two weeks ago, like yeah. fired Aaron Boone when like. I like I've said before, I'm not the typical Yankees fan. I fucking hate that, like, mash the fucking yeah. r- r- mash the eject button now. But it's something where Girardi knows what he's doing, and I think that Girardi also inherit like in 2008 is when Girardi was originally the manager. His first year it was the first year in Yankee Stadium, and they didn't even make the playoffs. The next year. They won the World Series. Not to say that that's like the not to say that that's like something that you're going to immediately see with the Phillies, but like the Phillies do have the talent. I think that the issue are you that they promising have is, me a World Series, Bobby? <laughs> I mean, I cannot promise you anything. <laughs> no, I look the problem. Oh, you know, Phillies fans aren't totally different. A lot of people are blaming Girardi. Blah 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 blah. Girardi did this. Girardi did that. Why? The problem, though, I think by and large, most fans would agree is not Girardi problem is matt clentak he uh, the rebuild we had a rebuild of this team this generation a couple of years ago and we were kind of on the tail end of it this year and basically we fucking blew it our our rebuild went very poorly <laughs> and <laughs> you can see the results of that now especially on the pitching end and like i think clentak is basic uh, somebody said this i, I don't think he I think he was ready to just let our shitty bullpen be a shitty bullpen this year and us not have a chance. Yeah. Which, at a certain point, I understand. I mean, at this point in this year, I don't really blame anybody for either going all in or just yeah. saying, fuck it. I don't blame it. Truthfully, if, it, if I were an owner, I would be going all in immediately. Like, fuck that. Do whatever yeah. you got to do. I but remember... I th- um, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I think that what somebody said is, I bet he's making these bullpen trades simply because somebody threatened his job. I bet they're saying if you don't fix this and we don't go 500, we're gonna fire you because this is his like third year in a row of kind of having uh, shitty front office moves. Yeah, yeah, and like the Phillies have had success. They went to two World Series. Obviously, one they went they were one and one, but they went to two World Series in a row. Like you don't you don't do that and play poorly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, well, so I, theoretically, you could. I, well, more so, what I mean is you don't you don't go to back to back World Series win one. It, more so, what I mean is it's not a fluke. I yeah. suppose that's probably the incorrect. I would say I said that incorrectly, um, because like I truth be told, I don't know what it is about Dave Roberts as far as being a being the Dodgers coach, but like when it gets to the postseason, all of a sudden his brain becomes very smooth and it doesn't really not a lot it's not making a whole lot of sense at that time like i i don't understand why the fuck when you have i've harped on this before and i can't uh, truthfully i can't remember the player who it was but they have like they had nearly like a zero era and instead they were like let's get clayton kershaw out there and uh and joe kelly and like don't get me wrong i don't i don't have an issue with joe kelly anymore but like i mean even then i don't think that he's like he's he's not the guy that i want yeah. In the game five of the ALDS against the Washington Nationals. Like, mm-hmm. just it was just silly. You mean the um, NLDS? But again, 
Oh, excuse me, NLDS. Yes, N- yes. NLCS. Nope, NLDS. NLCS was Washington and Cardinals. Oh, okay. National League Championship Series and the National League Divisional Series. Yeah, but they're nas- the Nationals aren't in the, the same division as the Dodgers. That doesn't matter. NLDS isn't divisional. It's just called NL. Like the reason why it's called that is because the wild card team faces a division winning team. And oh, then the, you're yeah. Right. I was like, yeah, no. It's not like in it's not like in college basketball where it's just like the, the like they they have the tournament for the division and all. Of yeah, that. I guess I never really refer to it as the NLDS either. Yeah. I just refer to it as playoffs Post-season? round playoffs round one playoffs round two. Okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. No, yeah, that's the, that's what's going to be weird about the playoffs this year, man, mm. is all of that, because it's like, I, I don't know what you're even going to call it at this point. There's no buys there's so many wild cards. Yeah, there's no buys, so that's I'm cool. I'm telling you, but... we need, we need, a, we need a, uh, every single team is in it and single loss <laughs> bracket. Just knock them all out. Uh, the unwritten rule of this podcast is... Stop suggesting that. No. <laughs> and I and I and the and my written, it's not written. It's my not written. hey my written rule is I ignore all unwritten rules. <laughs> so tell me tell me more about your Yankees. How how did they do? You guys have anything fun over the weekend? Uh, Aaron Judge is back. Hooray! That's about it though. I didn't know if you were forgetting that they didn't play this weekend or not, but yeah, well, I, I wasn't really forgetting. I was just like, I just, yeah, I didn't know if you guys did anything fun, if you guys did roster stuff or anything. Yeah, yeah, you know, I called them and I was just like, "Hey guys, what are you up to?" You said it's me, Robert Howard, Geek Space Sports Editor, and I need to know if you guys are thinking about anything. Let me know. All I think of right now is like the TMZ clip or the fake one where everybody's like slamming their laptops. They're like, go, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> For all I know, you were the one behind the Addison Russ David Hale trade. You, you, uh, hey, you probably called them up and were like, look, man, the Phillies will take fucking anything. You can just drop them, David Hale. <laughs> if they would take anything, then I'd be like, take Luis Avalon, please. Like, holy shit. Did you see that motherfucker? Okay, so we're clear. We have to get this in here. I will find the clip. He fell over on Thursday. He fell over attempting no, to didn't pitch. See this. That's funny. Oh, I'll send it to you. It's garbage. Um, but I mean, yeah. I mean, the Yankees, uh, same as they were on Thursday, haven't played a single game. COVID nineteen's a bitch. I'm curious they're, to know uh, how they're going to reschedule all these games. Because so, like, are they trying to, or are they just going to be like, whatever your percentage is, that's your percentage. I don't know because, I mean, the thing is the Cardinals are playing a fuck ton of doubleheaders as far as I know. Um, I mean, who who knows, honestly. Like, I, I with that, I don't think that there's been any more people with the Mets. But, like, it's just very funny to me that because we are both N- we are both East fans, obviously AL and NL respectively, that we have had to be like, all right, well, I just don't get to watch baseball this weekend. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> well, you know what's really funny though is I I will say that would be that would actually be the biggest bummer as far as like the fact that we aren't allowed to go to these games. If they had a Subway Series double header, God, I would want to go see that so bad. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, I miss going to baseball games. Same, man. Very much so. Next year. Next year. Next year we'll do a podcast live from a game. Yeah. 
<laughs> Get your hot dogs here. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll meet up and we'll just we'll bring the recorder and we'll just talk through a game. Yep. Okay, well, then I think that's it for Bronx Cheers and Fanatics Cheers. Yeah, it was Dad. also it for highlights, which we didn't even remotely. We just transitioned immediately and didn't even say anything. What? I, <laughs> I, said, I said Bronx Cheers, Fanatics Cheers is what we're moving into. No, I, for highlights, we didn't even say like we're done with highlights or anything, at least unless, oh, unless I, I'm bugging. I, yeah. well, I assume when you start one segment, you're done with it. Yeah, you know, that's but. fair. Look yeah. at what I did. I fucked up the flow. Whatever. Fuck me. Yeah, fuck you. Anyway. Yeah, see? Well, now we're going to talk about Piss Missiles of the Weekend, because it's so so recent. Uh, do you want to start, or do you want me to start? Uh, I can start. Okay. So, um, one thing, I would say, I'll, well, I'll start with the AL Piss Missile, and, you know, Detroit, they haven't been doing so hot. Uh, they aren't. They aren't the worst. Really? They aren't the worst. They aren't the greatest. Uh, they aren't the best. They aren't. That's, you know, it's that's just, how I usually uh, talk about Detroit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and it it's disappointing because, like, I I remember in 2010, I genuinely like look. If you look at the Detroit Tigers lineup back in 2010, mm-hmm. Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, Anibal Sanchez. Yeah. Who's going to beat them? The San Francisco Giants came in. They knocked and they said us. And I was like, oh. But fast forward 10 years later, we have Jonathan Scope at bat. And he absolutely launches one into orbit over over, over the monitor and progressive field and proceeded to land outside. I can only assume hitting a bird or maybe a small man walking by they're dead now. And so is that ball. But you know what? The tigers got two runs. What's your AL piss missile of the weekend? Uh, my email, I said my email, (laughs) my AL piss missile of the weekend is Tescar Hernandez did a, great solo shot uh against the rays top of the second um you know there wasn't it wasn't anything that was too like fun like it it wasn't super important in the game it wasn't a very hype moment but it it was just he had such a clean swing man yes oh it was sweet it's like butter oh yeah yeah it's like i mean and those those types of swings are just like Like yeah. chef's kiss, you're just like, ah, oh, how did you even? But those are always a lot of fun, and they they give me they make me think of uh, they make me think of the one and only Junior. Yes. Notice I point up, but I yeah. more so mean up because dingers go there, and he's number one. Oh, I mean up because he's in heaven now. Rest in peace, Junior. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. It's the ghost of Wade Box. <laughs> oh, good lord! Mm. All right. Well, my NL piss missile of the week uh, is, you know, we had a lot of these last year, but nobody, um, nobody really. They happen like so frequently. I swear, the Dodgers walked off all the time last did, year, but yeah. this in particular. 
we have a uh, belly bomb in sight for a walk-off against the Rockies. Um, probably my, f- honestly, probably my favorite swing in baseball is Cody Bellinger. He's got to get and, and this one, at first, I absolutely thought that, uh, that the... The, the Hilliard of the Rockies, I thought that he absolutely had it caught. And so did Belly to the point where he was like, <laughs> and then walk around. You get a little sweet social distancing uh, walk-off celebration, and you're golden. And, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm uh, probably my favorite moment in baseball, unless it happens to my team, is a walk-off, I'll be honest. Yeah. It's sorely missed because of the hype that it generates with crowds but yeah it's always good to it's always good to end your game with a nice little bomb walk off and that's what belly did well i am going to give my nl piss missile to jake cronenworth he had a grand slam slam diego all right <laughs> bottom of the second by the way score was 7 to 1 you don't need to grand slam that but you know what Fuck you, anyway. Guess who uh, it was against? I'll let you say it. Fuck the Astros. So, just phenomenal. And here's the thing. You, do you know what's so great about this? You know, we were just celebrating. We were just celebrating. He didn't get the chance. Tatis giving his first Grand Slam ever. Yep. And he joined March of last year. Yep. And Cronenworth, this is his rookie year. And in yep. a just, I think they're one Grand Slam away from tying the most amount of Grand Slams in a single month in MLB history. And we got seven or eight days left, so. Yeah. And Cronenworth is getting the first of his career, brand new kid in a, in a weird year, and it just feels good. I think I think at this point, there is no other rookie of the year contender. That kid is... He's just, doing real, he's doing real well, real I, real well. I I think that's even underselling it. <laughs> I think he's yeah. doing he is he is better than a lot of the veterans on that team. He's just putting in maximum effort, and I think it'd be it would not only not be surprising to me, it would be incredibly deserved if they got you know if they got MVP for Tatis and then they got Rookie of the Year for Cronenworth. I think they deserve both of them. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, I think that... Um, also, it's amazing to me that Cronenworth is both a shortstop and a pitcher. He's he he's not just a shortstop and pitcher. He's for, he's played this... He's like multifaceted he's for like a lot of different things. He's full utility. He did first, oh, yeah. second, I think he played third for one game or something, or shortstop. I believe... I, I don't think it was this week, but I think two weeks ago, you had a highlight of um, Cronenworth... That was at first, right? Yeah, he yep, did. It. That was yeah, first. he hopped yep, up. Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, when you have Fernando Tatis at shortstop and you have Manny Machado at third, you're not really going to be having anybody play. Yeah, but anywhere he did. Aside he did the it. rotation. I don't remember why. I think maybe it was a day that maybe Machado was DHing or something. But like, I remember he's he's been at like four different positions. Yeah, he's like he he. This guy is he is a five tool cat. This nuts. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and like, I think that I'm in, I'm in agreement with you, and that like, he's definitely if he's not, um, 
if Dustin May isn't the one to take it for rookie of the year, I think that Jake Cronenworth absolutely is right up there, if not beating him. I think that those two are probably the two that we'll see in the NL as far as rookies of the year. Um, so far, at least, we still got one more month to go. More or yeah. I mean, we aren't even finished with this one yet. But, um, yeah, man, crazy, crazy stuff. It's nuts. Okay, well, those are our two piss missiles of the week. For, per person, four pistons a week. A lot of You're pissing, good. I got a lot you. Of pissing going around. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's play a game of this is how I win. <laughs> Cue the video. This is my fucking way. This is how I win. All right, so we have a hat full of names, a name of every team in the MLB. I'm just remembering last week when you said bring the piss on me. Yeah, bring it on, dude. And yet, no piss has been brought yet. Uh, oh my! I got a hat full of the names of the teams in the MLB. You want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go first. All right. You have the Marlins. Okay. Give me just a quick sec. Let me get a. Let me get a little. There we go. Get a little. Gross. Get rid of that. Get a little Marlins colors up in here. Give me a moment to. I think that we should give each other a little bit of time just to see the rosters. I'm allowing you your time, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Even though, really, the way the Marlins win is to sabotage every other team. but It's just give them COVID, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I agree with that. I, I would say, yeah, I am reg- ready whenever you are. Okay, and go. So with the Marlins, it seems like they have a lot of like misfit toys, like uh, uh, Jonathan Villar or VR, uh, Jesus Aguilar, um, Miguel Rojas, Corey Dickerson. I think that what they need to do is they need to lean more so on their hitting and just fucking go for it as far as their rotation is concerned. Um, honestly, I don't suspect that their bullpen nor their rotation is going to be doing any favors. Sixto Sanchez just started yesterday and he looked pretty good. Um, but again, I not super well. Um, I think that the best thing that they're going to be able to do is they're scrappy and they just need to, yeah, they just need to be able to just move the ball around and get some people home. Honestly, high, high runs. All right. Well, I, I don't disagree with you. They're, I mean, they're already in a good position, so I'm not yeah. like, not surprised. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised at the Marlins, but I'm not surprised, like... I'm, I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised if they go all the way from where they yeah, are yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you were to... Uh, you gave me all five of the teams in the NL East, they are on the bottom in my predictions of the year. I can guarantee you that at the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see what I get... Who is this? Oh, okay. I have the Nationals. Uh, nothing. You get nothing. Fuck you, Nationals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. That was, uh, this is how I win. Uh, okay. Give me a second to pull up the roster. Although I, I know the Nationals mostly. I'll just switch it. I'll switch it for you. Look at that. Bam. Red. What says more? What says being more national than a Gundam in the background? All right. Tell me whenever you're ready. You got everything pulled up. Yep. 
All right, give me just a sec. And go. Okay, look. Nationals have a great pitching staff. They got Max Scherzer. Uh, they got, most importantly, Kyle Finnegan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but, but truth be told, I mean, like, look, they – we talked about this at the beginning of the year. They they lost a couple people in their uh, in their power, but I mean they still have a really good group. Uh, they're I mean their batters are scary. They got Juan Soto still. Uh, they got Victor Robles. Robles. I don't remember how he says it. Robles. Okay. Uh, I I think that they have a really good. Um, and and you know what? Not only is it good, it's deep. Yep. <laughs> Which sounds that was gross. Five. Anyway, uh, that was time. Okay. No five. Get oh. well. Now it's time. <laughs> Sorry, I, I lost myself good, on good. it. Not only was it good, it was deep, and I was like, "Yeah, Ugh. hey, you know what? That's that's it right there." But yeah, Start they got right I think I think even the guys who aren't amazing are can hold their own. Yeah, I think I think they've got a really balanced roster. I almost I'm glad that you didn't mention Steven Strasburg because he is on the 60 day IL and will miss the rest of the season. Yeah, well, actually, that's why I pulled up the 40 man roster. I saw I wasn't on there, so I was like, first I first I was like, they didn't trade him, did he? And then I was like, no, no. Can't be. you don't trade your World Series MVP the year after you win. That's just fucking stupid. After signing him for like seven more years. Well, that's why I was say, I didn't say anything about it because I yeah. was like, there's no way that's true. Well, I was just thinking of last week when I said Albert Pujols, and you were just like, fuck. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what are we down to, 22 teams now? E- I'm not going to count. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, 24 was last week. Yeah, man, I mean, it's it stinks how the Nationals have not, I shouldn't say fallen, because like, they've been down and out before. Last year, they were like, what? Well, 14 and 30 or some shit. I can't remember their actual record, but they're scrappy. They're scrappy and they don't complain when somebody hits a grand slam. They just pitch better. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, uh, I mean, look, they, they don't even need to pitch better. Like they're pitching, their pitching staff is actually, at least their I think their rotation is good. I mean, yep. Max got- Scherzer, Anibal Sanchez, Steven Strasburg, when he wasn't injured. I mean, it's like they, yeah. they, they started off strong pitching. It was that was you know our first I think our first, no our second series was against the Nationals and it was like yep fuck <laughs> yeah yeah that was the same with the Yankees it was Scherzer it was a new I can't remember the pitcher who started the second game but he was good mm-hmm. and then Anibal Sanchez I think started that Sunday and they were they were tough at bats they weren't like obviously the Yankees won two out of three but like they were good they Side were very note. very good. Juan Soto batting average three sixty eight. Yep, that's that's nuts. Know who has the best batting average in the AL right now, or in the in the league right now? In mm, baseball, in the best batting average, not the yes, best sir. OBP. Uh, hmm, it's not Aaron Judge. I'm gonna say it's DJ LeMahieu. You're right. Hell yeah, You're very right. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got, what, six games on Judge or something like that? Where he was playing and Judge wasn't? Yeah, but, I mean, even so, Aaron Judge strikes out a lot. It's not, like, it's, well, over the past couple of years, he's gotten way more patient. But, again, Aaron Judge strikes out a lot. Aaron Judge hits balls far. Yeah. That's what he does. But DJ, yeah, DJ has amazing plate discipline. 
Like he's just oh, yeah. super like everybody and, says he's the hardest to get out. Like yeah. he like last year if like last year DJ LeMayu kept the Yankees in the playoffs. Literally, like it was t- it was top of the ninth, hit a home run and then tied the game up. Obviously, Jose Abreu or uh, 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 Jose Altuve not Jose Abreu of the White Sox. I was about to say, um, I hope he wasn't there. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, Jose Altuve hit that home run off of Veraldis Chapman, which, like, he knew mm-hmm. what was coming because they were fucking cheaters. But um, he, uh, I would say, yeah, I mean, very good. Very yeah. good. Pretty stoked about that. But pretty much everything else belongs to Fernando Tatis. Yeah. I mean, I, I also think it's just, like, you know, we've talked enough about Tatis on this podcast, but I mean, it's not just his stats. It's his attitude. The dude is yep. a star. He is a yep. star. Yep. And you know, Tatis ball. Yeah. It's really, what we yeah. Call it Tatis ball. Tatis ball. Renaming the podcast is Tatis ball. Yeah. Uh, we're both growing hair just like him. No, I think if we grow that hair. It's, it's considered politically incorrect. Is that true? I can wear dreadlocks. You can't tell me Maybe I can't you wear can dreadlocks. wear dreadlocks. I know I can't wear dreadlocks. My, I'm balding, Bobby. My hair would just fall right the fuck out of my head. All right. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. So our last segment is WWJD. What would Junior do? Now, look. Baseball's had a tough year, but things are getting back. You know, they're they're coming back slow, but we got a lot of games to make up. A lot of double headers. Some teams are playing two double header series in a, in a week. If we had a situation like that where, all right, double header in the kingdom, it's ninety eight. Griffey's in both games. How does he react? Uh, double dingers for double Kenny. Ken Griffey Jr. He's <laughs> double a double. Kenny. He's a two. He's a two. I I know what I said. Ken Griffey Sr. and Ken Griffey Jr. If you're junior, you're the two. You know what I'm saying? It's a double. Double Kenny. <laughs> double dingers for double Kenny. Hey, you're right. Twice as many games, twice as many dingers in a day. That is that is the correct answer. Uh, and that is the end of Spaceball this week. So we'll be back next week after one more full week of baseball. Our schedule's back to normal, assuming I don't drown tonight. Uh, so we'll see. Um, thank you, everybody, for watching. And... Uh, Hey. God bless America. Fuck the Astros. Come, 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 come